You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Let's go to one of our favourites. I say that about every AFLW player, but she's an absolute beauty in all Australia. Uh, Sarah Allen joins us from the Adelaide Crows. Sarah, thank you for your time. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, in round two, I said there's a new sheriff in town, a new benchmark in terms of uh, the competition order in the AFLW, and that is Brisbane. And you discovered that on the weekend last Friday at Metricon when they trounced you by 22 points. Yeah, obviously um, not the way we wanted the game to go, but um, good learnings from it and yeah, heading into the back end of the season. Are they the new benchmark, though? I think they play at a speed and with aggression that we haven't seen before. They've been a great team um, throughout all of AFW, um, and we definitely respect that. They're very fast, and yeah, they um, the way they play is, you know, obviously really fast and exciting. Um, and yeah, obviously, um, you know, you want to match teams with that intensity, and we weren't able to do that on the weekend. But they've been a great team um, throughout all of AFW, and I'd say they're one of the teams that have, you know, always been that benchmark coming in from the start. Yeah, I reckon they've gone up a gear. You said there were learnings. What were the big learnings that you and the doc, the coach, took out of it? Um, yeah, obviously just um, pressure and contest. You know, we want to make sure we're, um, you know, one of the highest pressure teams and we weren't able to do that. Um, and similar, you know, um, from our first loss, um, it's just similar things. But um, definitely want to take um, everything on board. You know, that's what we do really well when we do um, lose is that we definitely make the most of that opportunity and we'll train hard this week. Let's talk about those learnings Sarah. If you meet Brisbane again in the finals, where do you think you need to change your approach to playing them the second time round? It'd just be making sure we bring that pressure and contest um, and just bringing that intensity because that's what we can do really well and stop that outside run um, and yeah. we weren't able to do that so that's definitely something we um, will continue to work on. So, so where do you think Brisbane's taken the game to a new level this year? I think that, yeah, they've just, like what you said, with that run, it's just um, really fast. Um, AFW in general has gone to another level, yeah, not just yeah. with, obviously, skills every year, but speed. Like, you know, um, the actual game speed has gone to another level and they've just been able to, um, you know, continue to do that. So um, if we're able, you know, to pressure teams and really create a contest, that yeah. stops that outside run and that's what um, we need to focus on. And it is great for the competition Sarah. I know there's a disparity when you get down to a lot of the uh, the latest clubs that have just joined the competition but you have a look at the top eight now and the top nine it is becoming a really competitive competition. Now this Friday night you take on the Cats who are desperate to win this game as well. You're both on six and two and you both want the double chance. So this is a huge game Friday at 5.10 at the Unley Oval. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and especially coming off a loss as well, we want to make the most of every game and um, we'll be really uh, training hard as we do most weeks. But, you know, de- that, you know, training after a loss and really putting those learnings um, into play and really, um, you know, we want to do our fans proud. It's our 
um, last um, home game of the regular season. So want to, um, you know, yeah, really um, make everyone proud and, yeah, just go out there and play our game. And you'll be doing it without the skipper. How yeah. is Chels? Yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, not a great situation to come out of that, but it's um, better than a long-term um, thing. So she'll do everything possible, you know, with her recovery. We've got a great medical team and she'll do what she can to um, try and get back. Extraordinary leader, Chelsea Randall. So who now shines with the leadership mantle? I think that's something we've done. Obviously, Chelsea, you know, leads from the front um, as the great leaders do. But I think something we definitely have a great depth of leadership in our team. And it's not just players in our leadership group. It's players who don't need a title um, in every area. And I think we just have to make sure, you know, in every area, um, you know, forward, back, mids and backs, we just have to make sure um, we're really connected um, and we work together as a team and um, lead all together. And Danielle Ponder should be better for the run last week. That was her first one back after missing a few. Yeah, obviously, yeah, just um, having, you know, get, when girls come back in team, it's great when, um, and just really looking forward to this weekend and really, yeah, um, you know, getting in front of our fans again, it'll be awesome. We were chatting to a couple of your old teammates, Justine Mules and uh, Ange Foley, and we were saying how quick this season has gone. Like, there's two games to go and then it's finals. How does it feel for you? Yeah, it's the quickest season ever, even though we're actually playing more games, yeah. but... Um, yeah, so it's just been crazy. I think this time of the year, it's always like that countdown to Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's been um, gone pretty quickly. But, yeah, really excited to just just remain, stay in the, you know, the focus and um, stay in the moment and really make the most of this season. Now, I don't want to embarrass you because you've been a superstar from day one and I know you're very humble. But have you been surprised with the support and the development of Chelsea Bedell? Yeah, um, she's been amazing. Mm. Um, and I think... It's no surprise to us um, because, you know, we train with her um, even when she was, you know, in her first few years. Um, like, I actually was fortunate enough to play basketball with her growing up. Okay. So um, I actually knew her through basketball and she's a great character. Um, and, yeah, just to see her flourish in her football, like, obviously I said, we've seen it in her training and, and it's sort of just um, her moving to defence last year kind of gave her that opportunity. Um, and then she's just taken it to another level this year. Um, and we work as a unit in defence, so... Um, yeah, oh, you, you two are brilliant together, but uh, you can see how her confidence has grown, her intercept work, her kicking, her marking. She's just gone to an absolute another level. So, Sarah, you talk about yeah, her, being a, her marking's always yeah. been elite as well. Yeah, it's all about it being a quick season. It's also been a long one because it's back to back. You went longer than anyone else last year, along with Melbourne. So, Adelaide led the way with strength and conditioning in AFLW. Have you had to rethink the program because you're now going into a longer run of games? Yeah, obviously every year um, in AFLW kind of has to change a bit, you know, obviously with the changing of um, the season. But yeah, um, we didn't have too much of a break, but that allowed us to kind of, um, you know, keep on top of our conditioning so we didn't have to re, you know, um, condition ourselves. But yeah, obviously with the longer seasons, we'll, you know, um, the strength and conditioning coaches do an amazing job and they, you know, take their approach um, and really, yeah, they really get behind us and just make sure we can get through the season. And um, we all learn together, you know, even just playing more Friday night games, that's different as well. So, um, yeah, it's great experience and we've got a really great strength and conditioning team um, behind us. Mm. So which do you like better, January to the end of March or August to the end of November? I'll play whenever I get yeah, told right. to play. I think right. it's just but there must um, be a great difference. to play for me. 
Uh, yeah, obviously with the weather, um, different game styles as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously I don't have to put as much sunscreen on yeah. this time of the year. Which yes, is, you are but it's, fair. It's getting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but getting, having to put it on again now um, as we get into the um, warmer months. So, yeah, um, obviously there's different things you have to acclimatise to. Um, but, yeah, it's just exciting to but try Aaron, footy at this time of the year. But your, your former captain, Aaron Phillips, was really strong about that last year, about it. at some stages it was just demanding too much to play in heat. So is it is it best to stay in this time slot now, August to November? I guess, yeah, if that's um, what's best for the competition because we've got to see, you know, um, what's sustainable. Um, yeah. And that's the most important thing to me is how can we um, continue to grow the competition. Um, you know, it might be easier for fans to come and watch with the weather and that type of thing. Yeah. So um, just really, yeah, hopefully just making it as much, like the most sustainable comp it can be um, for me. And that's what I'll play. That's why I said I'll play when I yeah, have I to play because uh, I'm more thinking about, yeah, you know, the longevity of the competition as well. Yeah, and the main thing is, Rich, it's got to get to an equitable competition. It's got to get out to 17 games a season. And if there has to be night games and some hotter weather, well, so be it. That's my editorial comment. Now, I know, Sarah, you'll only be looking at one game at a time, but we've done the latter predictor. So if you can win this week, then you have St Kilda, and we think that puts you in third place. That's what we worked out, and you'll probably play Melbourne in the final. So basically, the mission's simple. You've got to win the next two games. Yep, and that's exactly what, um, you know, obviously you want to win um, every game, so that's our mindset is just um, going back to basics and just, yeah, um, going out there and playing our game and we want to yeah try and finish off the season really well. Well, Sarah, we always enjoy having a chat here. Let's hope there's a really big crowd there. Friday evening slash afternoon, 10 past five at the Unley Oval. Get down there, support the girls. This will be a good game because Geelong will be up for the fight. All the best. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.